0: Romans 12 19 Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. After my father's death, I was ready to do anything. The vengeance that I was considering had introduced a terrible hatred into my heart towards my uncles because they were the main cause of the death of my parents. Dear brothers and sisters, the wickedness of men can lead you to disaster if you walk according to the rule of this world which is an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. As this hatred grew in my heart, I cursed earth and heaven at the same time, wondering why nature God, was so unjust, favoring certain people and endowing them with certain powers of domination over others. To this end, Satan soon gave me a solution to my problem. One day, while a classmate leafed through the horoscopes in an occult journal, I saw in this magazine the address of a great medium who resided in France and who was called Kakia Mauni? I was very happy with this discovery, for I knew that at least my parents would be avenged. But I was obliged to lie for money. I had to deceive my adoptive parents, my elder sister and my brother-in-law, who lodged me. My sister was of advanced age since his children were much older than me. Her husband was employed by the Cameroon Railways. They lived in the camp of KM. five in a two-bedroom apartment. One of their sons-in-law had handed me an electric drill to resell it. I sold it for 6,000 CFA francs. But when I got home, I lied and pretended that the police had snatched the drill. In question, this money allowed me to begin to correspond with the great magician. In the letter I wrote, I explained to him that my problem was to awaken my inner being because I was not born a sorcerer. So I had to become a sorcerer, and even more than a sorcerer so that I could avenge myself. I sent my letter by express mail. Six days later, I received a positive answer. In his letter were two coupons, one yellow and one red. The author asked me to put my saliva on the yellow coupon and put a drop of blood on the red coupon. All the work was free according to him. He even encouraged me in my decision to avenge myself, considering that many young people had gone through the same path to avenge themselves or to become rich. In his letter was also a list of all his clients who had succeeded in various fields. He also explained to me that my life was really threatened in all areas and that I could do no good to protect myself. According to him, he told me that my village was really the center of all this evil activity. I saw that everything he told me was true. He also told me about the airport of sorcery that was installed just behind our house. I knew that because the wizard spokesman said it all the time, with us. Nothing is hidden in witchcraft. What this medium said only confirmed the truth to me. The medium asked me to find a room in which no one was to enter. This was a handicap for me since our house had only two rooms. My older sister lived in a room with her husband and I slept with my nephew and another cousin. So it was difficult for me to own a room for myself. I could not afford to rent a room outside. Satan soon suggested to me to give up everything I did and go back to the village, since there were free houses there. I made this decision without wasting time, and without taking into account the will of my older sister. I simply told her I had to stay in the village for certain reasons. That day my life took another turn. The Word of God tells us this. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs fourteen twelve. In the evening I went to the station to ride a train to my native village. It was the last evening train which transported the last natural Martin, according to the creation of Almighty God. The second Martin, who was to be born again was only a diabolical counterfeit, born in the devil's kingdom. On the train, I was already thinking about how I was going to kill with my own hands the murderers of my family. It had to happen and they shall pay. The death of my parents was to fall on them. I had heard my father when he was losing a child or a member of his family, that he was putting this problem back to God alone. Since I did not see God reacting at all. I thought that in our day God did not do anything supernatural anymore. The train crossed the long forests of the region of the Nyongat Kel department at full speed. In this train, there was a young child, whose evil human nature will make him a human eater of human flesh and a drinker of human blood a few days later. In the practice of Satanic works, he was a living being who killed other living beings, and the wicked man who killed the innocent. But even if I had to lose my life by avenging myself? It did not matter to me. The main thing for me was to see these murderers six feet underground. The journey ended at the Minka station, where I had to find a car to take me home. It was the last car to carry the Martin created according to the plan of God, a Martin that would become a duplicate of the devil a few days later. In my bag was a diabolical letter which was to introduce me to the kingdom of darkness. Glory be to our Lord Jesus Christ who delivered me from the clutches of the devil. Blessed be thy name, O Lord. Amen. Towards evening, I arrived in my village, a seemingly calm and peaceful village, but it was actually the calm of the viper. I installed my room thoroughly, placing all the materials that the medium had given me, a black thread with which I had to fence my room, special candles, incense, coal, two packages of evil powder. One special mirror that would allow me to see in the world of darkness, since I was not yet able to do it with my eyes, and books of black magic. I had to begin my studies by levitation, that is to say, eliminate all the effects of gravity on me or on any object. In the packages of powder I had received, there was a powder that I had to put on my eyes each evening. Only two days after the beginning of these operations, my life changed immediately as well as my habits, my way of speaking, my tastes. Some nights, I lost myself in nature, while sleeping. I saw strange things in inexplicable nightmares. Three weeks later, I was already capturing the sounds of the afterlife, and I also saw demonstrations, but without taking part in their activities. I saw people walking on the road in a split state, something incredible to me. One day, while I was attending a funeral in the village. Two people engaged in broad daylight in a violent fight of sorcery. The strongest man had begun to crush his opponent's head, but with the ease of the flesh, there were only two men sitting comfortably in their chairs. The other man was saved only through the intervention of a group of his friends from the neighboring village. The work of wizards during the funeral was only to cast spells on people. That had impacted me a lot. The Lord God Almighty knows that Satan does nothing for nothing. That night. Many children were infected with witchcraft. Women and men who wanted to have children quickly received children who were half demons. Others received curses of infertility. The old wizards laid their hands on or sprinkled the supplicants with a liquid composed of a mixture of red wine and the blood of slaughtered animals. They chewed nuts of cola in advance, accompanied, of course, by a powder which the supplicants could not see. The unfortunate ones expected to receive a blessing from men but it was rather the curse that fell upon them. The Word of God says, Woe to the man that trust death in man. Jer 17-5 Every night I attended the rites of witchcraft that were taking place at our house. This airport of sorcerers which the medium had spoken to me about was already visible to me. One of the women in my village was one of the most respected witch queens. Her pilot was a man from the neighboring village. He was executed before my eyes. The queen's son immediately took the place of this pilot. This new pilot was also one of my nephews in the village. I had supernatural power in me. Each person is endowed with this power, according to the measure granted by the Creator, who however forbids us to use it. Some people have more power than others. It is this power that enables us to develop what we call the sixth sense. The sixth sense is one of the faculties that allows us to penetrate into the realm of darkness if we go beyond the limits set by the creator. It was through this supernatural power that was in me that my advancement in witchcraft was very rapid. I possessed all sorts of books of magic, namely the breviary, the sixth and the seventh book of Moses, books of Egyptian magic and other books which I cannot quote here. My life had already completely changed. I no longer read anything. Since I had to buy other books and had no financial means, I had to go through dark paths to get this money, lying and influencing the thoughts of others in order to obtain the sums required. People lent me money without difficulty. Others even offered me colossal sums of money. They did not come by themselves, but they were driven by a satanic force, the strength that was in me. The secret of invisibility was acquired after only a few months of work. People could then enter my room without seeing any book or occult material, and yet everything was there. My master came to visit me almost every day in my room to sort out certain things. He gave me precise advice, warned me about prohibitions, and at the same time appreciated my endurance and my power to pursue the evil plan. He told me one day that he was going to show me the first heaven in a few days. And that I had to do a complete fast, without eating or drinking for nine days, except for the magic potions he gave me. Many wizards already knew who I was. Others even tried to tempt me, but I did not respond to their provocations. I knew already that my vengeance was only a matter of days, and that we were going to laugh. One day, I attended a ceremony of witchcraft, in my hiding place, since I was not to appear during this ceremony. One of my uncles, who was really the king of the wizarding band, executed a punishment on an adept who had not complied with the terms of their agreement. This adept was more powerful than my uncle, and the sentence obliged him to deliver his firstborn to be executed that same night. The adept insulted my uncle for he did not wish to comply with the demands of this evil society. My uncle, being governor of this society, ordered that this man should be executed. The man was twice as powerful as my uncle, and he engaged in a violent battle with my uncle's guards. Strangely enough, my uncle was not more powerful, but he possessed terrible secrets. While the adept was overtaking my uncle's guards. The uncle used the evil glue to control the whole crowd. Perhaps it was for his mastery of the great combat techniques that my uncle was chosen as governor of this society. He succeeded in immobilizing everyone and executing his opponent. The flesh of the victim was distributed to the other adepts. All this was happening on the occult spiritual plane. Two days later the sorcerer's spokesman announced the death of a great man of the village. Two weeks later the man entered into his death throes and he died a few days later. Thus, while I was preparing to attack this nest of sorcerers, responsible for the death of my parents, I knew that my uncle, this eminent governor, was among the culprits. I carefully studied his plans for combat. I already knew his weak points and his tricks in witchcraft fights. My master always advised me to do nothing without his advice. This requirement of submitting to my master did not please me. I was animated by a terrible hatred. Especially when the events associated with the death of these innocent people passed through my memory. I knew that I was already well versed in witchcraft and that I could act alone without anyone's help. But the Golden Rule of the Kingdom of Darkness prevented me from acting. This rule obliged me to submit to the orders given by my superiors. Mental craftiness was already one of my strengths, which had provoked others to mistrust me. I will have the opportunity, if the Lord Jesus Christ permits. speak in another book of parapsychology, visualization, which is the science of the mind and many other things I have the intention to reveal. I was doing five hours of meditation every day at least. According to my master, my first breakthrough was near. I still had to work hard on all dimensions. The power that was in me allowed me to go forward without a single hitch. My master gave me permission to open my room to other people, in order not to arouse the suspicions of those who entered my room. The secret of invisibility was laid at the very entrance of my room. My material. My books, my potions, and all the other items had become invisible to other people. I was already in contact with the demons. Several times a week, I was left alone in the kingdom of darkness in several dimensions. One day I was flogged by the demons for a strange reason, because my girlfriend, who often came to see me, had been pushed by a demon to have sex with me before I left. It was a gross error, and, as the devil does not forgive, It was necessary to punish me for this fault. The time of my journey arrived, that is to say, the time of the visit which I was to make in another dimension, of which my master had spoken to me. I was originally to be accompanied by him, but to my surprise, he asked me rather to make this trip alone. He gave me a little cross. I took the trouble to pierce the collar of my shirt to put on that cross, and then sew the collar.